Hey, what's up? This is Joey Allen from Warrant, and you are on the road to rock. Turn it up. Thank you so much, man. I, I love talking about the things that I love, Clint, and for you to allow me to do it with you. God bless you. God bless the heartland. God bless America. You are now on the road to rock. It's not just a podcast. It's an unabashed celebration of rock's living legends. And now, please welcome your host, the master of your rock and roll road trip, leading you down the highway to hell, Clint Schweitzer. You can still rock in America. That has been our moniker all summer long here on the road to rock. And today we are going to put that term to good use because none other than Jack Blades from Night Ranger is going to be joining us to talk about the band's latest album, ATBPO, and the band played on which is sort of a reference to the last year and a half and all the tough times and sitting at home and concerts not being going on. This is sort of Night Ranger's breakout, so to speak, from that mold. And here they are with a new album. It came out August 6th through Frontiers Records. I am a huge fan of Night Ranger. Everything that they do, there is something really magnanimous about Night Ranger, especially in a live setting. Every single song you know, you know the words, the feel-good nature of every Night Ranger song, just the high-energy you got Brad Gillis on guitar, Kelly Kagey on drums, uh, Jack Blades, and you even got our friend Kerry Kelly now on guitar as well, who actually had to be substituted for in a, a Sturgis show uh, by Gilby Clark from Guns N' Roses, formerly of Guns N' Roses. We're going to talk to Jack about all that and much more, the new album, the tour, the idea that they're going to go out next year with Sammy Hagar, and uh, the Revolution Saints, which is a tremendous three-piece featuring Jack Blades, Doug Aldrich, and Dean Castronovo, who has recently rejoined Journey. We got a lot to talk about with Jack. He is just a fun, high-energy guy, someone that totally gets it and really embodies the spirit of Night Ranger. And Night Ranger is one of those bands that, uh, you know, a couple years ago, uh, I took a bunch of people to, to the Missouri State Fair to see Night Ranger and Foreigner. Foreigner was headlining. And everybody knew, you know, tons of Foreigner songs. Everybody knew a lot of Night Ranger songs. Going into it, you know, maybe the expectations weren't as high for Night Ranger. Foreigner's the headliner. We're all kind of here to see Foreigner. Night Ranger were so great that night. Every single person I went with went home saying Night Ranger was the best band on that bill. They blew it away, and they weren't even expecting it to be the case. There is something really special about the dynamic of Kelly Kagey, Jack Blades, Brad Gillis. Those three have been around for 40 years doing this beautiful thing called Night Ranger. And we're going to get into all of it. The new album is tremendous. We've already seen a couple videos for it, including Bring It All Home to Me and Break Out. Those videos are available on YouTube. Check them out. And check out Night Ranger if they're coming to your area. They just played Sturgis earlier this week. They're going to be in Las Vegas at the end of August. And then they got some shows coming up in September and uh, on into the rest of 2021. Go to their website, nightranger.com, to check it out. There's something that really has invigorated me about doing this podcast this summer after, you know, doing music mania for what was it? Six years. I kind of had to press the reset button and it's interviews like this. The one we did last week with D Snyder, we had David Duchovny on earlier in the summer. It's been, you know, just sometimes pressing the reset button and kind of reflecting on what you've done and what needs to be better and what you'd like to do going forward. And not only that 2020, it took a number on me, you know, sporting events were limited capacity. There were no concerts. There was no live music, man. It was a bummer. And as things got back to, and you know, maybe things will never be completely normal. I don't know. I'm not a doctor and I'm not going to tell you what to do or how to think. 
when there's live music again, and I've been to, you know, five or six shows this summer. I've got Rocklahoma coming up, got the Beach Boys coming up. Heck, I got Vince Neil coming up here at the Lake of the Ozarks. I am so invigorated by music that I love and these bands that are that you know, help me forge my path to being in media and to want to interview them and to want to share their stories. I'm so invigorated by that that being back there has just been like, you know, kind of a baptism for me. And it's put the reset button and we rebranded this podcast on the road to rock because so much about what I'm about is being out there traveling and doing interviews, even in person, covering live shows. So on the road to rock, it's all encompassing. It's all about kind of the journey we take in life and through that music takes us on. And that's on the road to rock. That's what this is about. So can't thank you guys enough for sticking with us, for being a part of this show, for being with us through a name change and for understanding all the things that have, you know, that have been going on for the past year and a half. So you can still rock in America. It's coming up. We're talking with none other than our good friend, Jack Blades from Night Ranger. It is a just true pleasure to have you on the road to rock here. Welcome to the show, man. Busy summer for you, which is a good thing. How's everything been going so far, brother? It's, um, it's going really good. It's going really good. We've been, um, playing a lot of festivals, playing a lot of you know, a lot of shows getting, you know, it's ramping up again. It's ramping up again. New music, ATBPO, everything happening. Uh, it's, it's tremendous. And, you know, for a lot of us, such a, a wonderful release and what music is. And I think that Night Ranger embodies that so much. In fact, so much so that the new album, ATBPO, and the band played on, as I understand. And I think that's symbolic to what us as fans link, you know, to you guys, the band played on, we're ready for the return of live music and you guys are just the band to bring it back to us. Thank you, sir. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we're playing shows and I'm not, I'm not sure who's more excited, the audience or the band, you know, and we're up there just like, ah, this is great, we're playing. You know, you don't realize how much you miss it until you don't have it going with you. You know what I mean? That, that is so true. A lifestyle for, uh, you know, fans, for for you guys, it's been all encompassing. And, you know, you guys had kind of a, kind of a different show in Sturgis uh, earlier this week, playing with uh, Gilby Clark, stepping in for Carrie Kelly, who's out with a uh, little knee surgery. Uh, what was that like playing with Gilby and how did, how did he wind up kind of being the guy to fill in there for that? Well, well, actually Gilby's, Gilby's great. Gilby's um, I've done, I've done a Kings of chaos show with him that, you know, there's this thing that Matt Storm has called Kings of chaos and has a lot of, you know, guest artists in. And so I've done that with Gilby and Gilby's such a great guy. So I'm, I'm sitting there, we are going to do it four piece because Carrie has knee surgery and had to, had to go in and have knee surgery. So, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in my hotel room on Monday and all of a sudden I get a, I'm looking down my phone. It's like Gilby Clark. I'm like, damn, I, hey, what's up, Gilby? And he says, he said, yeah, a couple of buddies of mine and I, we just drew, drove our bikes. We just got in today. We drove our bikes like three days from LA. It's like, you know, 500 miles a day to come to Sturgis. And so we thought we'd come to your show tonight. And I go, actually, how about you're playing our show tonight? And he's like, what? He goes, so, so, so he came up and he had done, with me, he'd done like, don't tell me you love me and rock in America and a couple other songs high enough and sister crit, you know, stuff like that. And so he knew the songs. So he came backstage earlier, got together with Brad. We worked everything out. And so he came up and played the last three songs with us. It was great. Oh, you got to love rock and roll. I saw some of those clips. It was tremendous. Is there a different vibe about playing Sturgis? I mean, that it, it's, I know you've been there before. It's crazy. There's a bunch of different campgrounds and environments and, and it's a lot of, awesome stuff going on at Sturgis. What, what's the vibe like there? Is it different than other shows? Like I, I, I've never been during the rally. I need to make that happen one of these days. 
yet it Sturgis is its own animal. You yeah. know what I mean? And Sturgis at, at, at the, the, the motorcycle rally, it becomes its own country. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's yeah. its own city, it's its own county, it's its own country, it's its own world, man. And it's just this great fun time. Everybody's enjoying it. I mean, nothing's crazy. Nobody's getting done, but it's just fun. Everybody has a fun time. But the greatest part for the bands is we're, you know, at the Buffalo Chip and and um, it's the big 15,000 seater. And there's probably 15,000 people there on Monday night. And they let the motorcycles in in the back. They keep all the people like sort of up front, thousands of people up front. And then they, they let the motorcycles drive in and park in the back. And if they dig the song, they rev their bikes. <laughs> They turn on their bikes and rev their bikes. And I'm telling you, when we were playing, there's a, there was about six or seven songs where it was deafening. The, the revving of the bike, it was tricking. It's, unbe- it's, 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 it's the likes of which you've never heard or seen or felt before. It's the most unbelievable. I mean, we're on stage and we're drowned out. The bikes are so freaking loud that we're, we're sitting up there and we just stop, we just stand there and just, just in awe of the whole thing. And the audience is, you know, cheering and the bikes are revving and it's, it's, it's its own world, man. You got to go check it out. It's pretty crazy. It is a true bastion of Americana. And uh, we celebrate that. We celebrate all this. We celebrate the return to rock. And, uh, you know, for many night Ranger kind of became a moniker for people to discuss people like me that are freedom loving, concert going. I love to travel. I love to be out there. I love this country and I love to be out there experiencing it. Um, you can still rock in America and it is true. Night Ranger sort of encapsulates, you know, encapsulates that. What is it about this band, this music? It endears to this day. You know, I saw you guys at the state fair in Missouri a couple years ago with foreigner a tremendous show. And there's something about it. You leave feeling good. It, it, th- every song from Night Ranger, people know they sing every word. It's got to be a tremendous feeling after all these years that that music still endears to audiences like it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're pretty, you know, pretty blessed the fact that so many songs are sort of in the collective consciousness of everybody. And and I think it's a it's a it's a tribute to America. And I think it's a tribute to to the longevity of a good song. You know what I mean? I mean, you have there's good songs that just carry on forever. And that's what Night Ranger is always focused on, like trying to come up with a great song. You know what I mean? And make sure that there's a good song there before we have anything else. And so I think that that, that with Night Ranger, that, that carries through and it carries through onto the stage and people singing along. And, and it just, you know, here we are almost 40 years later and we're still out, you know, rocking and rolling. I mean, dude, we feel like the, you know, like our song on our new album, ATBPO, I'm a lucky man. You know what I mean? We feel like we're the luckiest guys on the planet because we get to go out and rock and roll. And we get to go out and hang out with a bunch of guys, you know, our guys, our buddies that we've been, you know, Kelly and Brad and I have been together for, for 40 something years. And, and, you know, with Carrie Kelly on guitar, our, you know, and Eric Levy on keyboards have been around for the last eight or nine, 10 years. So it's just, it's just this great vibe. We keep it fun. We keep it happening. We keep it, you know, we change the set every night. We switch up songs. We do all that kind of stuff just to make it all work. You know what I mean? And have a great time and, and I think that's what Night Ranger is all about. And I think people realize that when they come to a Night Ranger show. Uh, that is absolutely so well said. Uh, I want to talk about the new album, ATBPO, and the band played on. I, you know, I love this album. I think that it is, there is a formula for Night Ranger and it works and it is great straight ahead rock anthems that just hit your soul. I sense though, a little, a little anger in your voice on some of these songs. Uh, Breakout, for instance, there's some, there's some anger there. There's almost a vibe of like, 
let's go. Let's get this out here. We're tired of sitting around for a year and a half. No music. Did you kind of come at this in a, in a different way, the way you approached this because of how long it had been? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a um, some of the songs, you know, you can't help it when you're when you're, you know, you're a writer, you're a songwriter and you can't help the fact of letting what you know, what's going around in the world. It just sort of seeps into you. And even though you try to pretend, you know, try to make make you don't think it does, but but it really does. I mean, Brad came up with the music for that. He came up with this like seven minute opus of of all this great music on the song Breakout had no lyrics or melody or anything like that. And so. So he sent it to Kelly and me and he sent it and I, you know, and, and so I was listening to the chorus, you know, the, the big guitar riff that, you know, almost like, don't tell me you love me. And I'm like, this is great, but you can't, you know, I can't, it's, it's the licks got a lot of action going on in it. I got just, there's gotta be one thing. So one morning I just walk in, you know, and I'm, and I'm just thinking about, God, we got to get back into the world. We got to get back into the, and I just walked in. I, I, I was hearing the track that dude, and I yelled, break out. And there it is. Come on, little sister, break out. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, your life, you know, and I just started screaming and I just said, that sounds good. And I kind of recorded it and it's not like angry. It's just like, it's like, it was aggressive. That's for yeah. sure. And so, so, so I was like, I, I just sang it and now I'm like, now it's a curse because like every night now we're playing that song and I got to like, you know, come on, little sister, break. You know, I'm like, I'm like, what have I done? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the reception on the album has been fantastic. It's been out uh, just over a week now. What, what, I mean, when, when you guys drop a new album and, you know, you have a chance to kind of have it marinate for a week or two, what, what's the reception kind of been like on, on your guys' end? Do you, do you hear from fans? Do you hear from people? What's the reception been like? Because nobody... Frontiers to me does the best job of any record label out there of kind of linking the band to fans, putting out the content, and here we are. What's been the reception so far? Um, everybody's, it's been really positive, you know? I, I mean, I, I, Dave Amato, the guitarist for Ario Speedwagon, called me up after he saw he saw the video and goes, Jackie, I can't believe, it's like, what are you, like, you're singing, I've never heard you sing like that before, it's unbelievable, this track is so rocking, it's unbelievable, it's amazing, you know, I mean, it's great that, that other musicians are digging it too, you know what I mean, as well as the, the fans, the audience, and everything like that, look, man, you make a record, and you hope that people pick up on the way you feel when you when you pour your heart and soul out into a record you know what i mean you're which is basically what we do i mean you know you're getting a glimpse into the, in, the closest a glimpse into a person's soul as you can when they write a song and they they lay it out there for you and so so for a lot of people you know everybody's you know coming on board and saying hey man this is great stuff this is really rocking i mean we get you know the few odd you know dudes like there's a dude in in england somewhere that said it's very underwhelming and there's all these effects on the vocal, which, by the way, there's no effects on the vocal. I had, I mean, I pulled off reverbs. I pulled off everything. All that is is me going through a microphone, through a through a, a mic pre and a and a 1176, you know, a, a compressor. That's it. You know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, it. You just you just can't. You know, the majority of the people have just really really enjoyed it. So I I like that. You know, and you can't please everybody all the time. Yeah, it wouldn't be the internet if he didn't have a few negative reviews on anything creative anyone ever did. So glad that right, uh, right, all's exactly. right in the world there. Um, I got to ask you about Revolution Saints, uh, Jack, because I'm I'm such a huge fan of what you guys did, especially with the latest album, Rise, which came out back in 2020. Dean Castronovo, amazing guy. He uh, A dead ringer for Frank Grillo, the actor. They've never been seen together in the same room. And then you've got Doug Aldrich, one of the great 
guitarist in rock. He's in every band, uh, you know, that's ever existed. I love this, what you guys do as a trio. It's been, you know, over a year since um, Rise came out. Just uh, how fun was that? I think that was the, one of the top five rock albums of 2020, man. That was a great album. And kind of what's the future hold for, for you guys? Well, there's, there's, there's talk of another one. We'll have to see what happens. Dean just got back into Journey, so I don't yes. know. He's going to be pretty busy. He's going to be pretty busy for yeah. the next few months and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to have to see what happens and, and see what's going on. But, I mean, I love – look, I've known Dean since he was, like, 16 years old. I've known Dean since he was in this band called The Wild Dogs, which is out of Portland, Oregon, which is this speed metal band. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was just I, I like that. And, and, and so we've known him for forever, you know, and he's such a great guy. And, you know, I've been through the, the ups and the downs with him. And, and of course, you know, when everybody was like, you know, crucifying Dean for, for, for his indiscretions and his, um, his, um, his drug addictions and everything like that. And they were, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It, you know, I mean, I was still talking to him all the time and everything. In fact, in fact, when Kelly had his heart surgery, I was right in the middle of all that stuff. And I said, Dean, come on out on stage. Like, you come on out and play with us. So he came out and did some shows with us, which right. really like, you know, a lot of people were, you know, like, oh, okay. Hey, man, you know, people, people, you got to forgive, you know, if guys genuinely are, are remorseful of, of everything that happened and, you know, and what, you know, when there's drugs and alcohol involved, what the hell, you know, what, what are you going to say? You're gonna, I'm, I'm telling you, bad shit happens anyway. So, <laughs> but Dean is just great. I love Dean and Doug Aldridge is amazing guitarist. Doug Aldridge is yeah. just like, you know, forget it. Forget, I've, I've been, I've been fortunate to play with some of the greatest guitarists. I mean, Ted Nugent, I mean, Brad Gillis, you know, Jeff Watson, um, Kerry Kelly, um, you know, um, Tommy Shaw, um, Tak Matsumoto from the group B's, the Jap big Japanese group that, I did an album TMG with, um, you know, Eric Martin, myself and talk talks an amazing guitarist. I mean, Neil Sean's a dear, dear friend of mine. So I, you know, I play with, and Doug is right there with, with everyone. He's just a, he's just a great, great guitarist and they're great guys. So that's the fun thing at this stage of the game. I just want to be about around people that I, that I, that I love hanging out with and I like a lot and all that kind of stuff that are great people. I don't want to be around any asshole. That's, that's exactly. It's funny. That's a perfect transition to my next question, which is kind of the dynamic. Between, How many assholes do you need? How many well, assholes do you know? Right. <laughs> if you don't want to be with assholes, we, then why are you interview, hanging out with me right now? We right? don't, <laughs> we don't have near that kind of time, Jack. Um, but the fact that you, the fact that you and, and Kelly and Brad and, this beautiful thing that's happened for so long. And you, you get to the point where so many bands from your era, they, they have only a couple of original members left. And, and it's understandable because people change the business changes people, but how important is it at this stage of your life, at your age, that you're around people that genuinely make you happy, that genuinely are there's chemistry there and that it's easy to get along with that to me is a huge part of the battle when it comes to music. And that must be more important with age. I would think it's, what happens is you just, you know, I mean, all we, all we want to do is like, I'm talking to like, like our friends about touring, like we're going to tour with Sammy Hagar next year. It's like, Sam's a, a great, great friend of mine. I mean, at, 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 at what's going on right now, I just soon tour with all our friends. I just tune tour with the guys in journey with a guy, you know, the guys in cheap trick, the guys in, um, you know, the um, Sammy, you know, Sammy Hagar, all those guys, the guys in REO, the guys in sticks. I mean, Tommy came out on stage, we played with sticks about a couple of weeks ago in Ohio and Tommy came out on stage and we did high enough on, on, awesome. uh, you know, which the, 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 the audience loved, you know what I mean? So <sighs> that's, that's, that's where it's at for me. And as long as it's fun, I'm going to keep doing it. 
when it stops being fun, I'm going to tell everybody, oh, there you go, buddy. I'm just going to just hang out or something. But well, right now, it's just way too much fun. Uh, yeah, it is. And that's what I was alluding to earlier with how just fun. That's the word that I think about when I think about a Night Ranger show. Um, you know, you, you we, we know about you and, and the, the history of you, Kelly, Brad. It's, it's, uh, it, it is absolutely fortuitous. But, you know, Kerry Kelly's a guy. He's been in the band for a while. I don't know if you're a sports fan, Jack. The only problem I have with Kerry is he's a Raiders fan. And sometimes he doesn't mind showing that on his guitar. And we, we just can't have that. We, we can't have no, wait a minute. Brad. Brad's the big Raider. Fan. Oh, is, is that, do we have two? Brad is like, is like over the top. I didn't. It's Brad. Yeah. You got those confused. No, no, I know. I, Kerry's a Raiders fan too. I know he is. I've seen him. Well, yeah. Guitar. I mean, well now he's in Las Vegas. Now he's a Raiders fan. Yeah. Well, exactly. there, is that it? Because well, Kerry has two, two pubs and um, he has two, um, um, craft beer places uh aces and ales in in las vegas but both those guys are like you know big raiders fans well, I mean that, hey we're bay area what do you expect we could our band came from the bay area what do you expect man i mean well, we're that, like, does, you know does that mean at least you're a niners fan jack what what, what kind of what I'm who do you cheer for Nin- look i'm a big niners fan i'm a big niners fan i live up near seattle now on an island north of seattle and i'm and I'm getting, I get in a lot of trouble here because I'm still a big Niners fan and the Seahawks and Niners are like oil and water. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, and I'm like, I mean, when the games are going on, all the people are around, like, you know, and, and I'm like cheering for the Niners and everybody's like, giving me dirty looks and shit. And it's yeah. Funny. Nice rivalry. It's funny. Cause Eric Martin, uh, also a big Niners fan. And, uh, you know, we talked to him right after the chiefs, I'm in Kansas city, huge chiefs fan after the chiefs beat the 49ers in the super bowl last year and so we still we he's still kind of bitter at me about that and hopefully that doesn't exist between you and i as well but it's all good now uh we're <laughs> um what jack what what uh you know you talked about touring with sammy that was a tour last year that i was maybe most disappointed when i looked at my tour schedule and everything goes cancel 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 you guys had that on the docket for last year i believe with sammy hagar and i was so looking forward to that great that you're thinking about picking that up what is 2022 kind of looking like in a perfect world for night ranger well, that's what it is. We're probably going to go out with Sam um, and for a good, you know, two, three month tour. Then we're going to do our own shows. We're going to keep going and going and going. I mean, it's business. I mean, the business is ramping up. I mean, this fall, we've got like tons and tons and tons of shows. I just happen to have this week off to be able to like to, you know, talk about the new album and get, yes. you know, get everything going with that. But I mean, it's like we're, we're running on all eight cylinders, baby, starting starting like, you know, the end of this month. It's like, go, 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 go. Well, it absolutely is. And we can't think enough. Before we let you go, I got to ask you about uh, the two videos you've done so far for the album. Uh, Breakout, of course, and Bring It All Home to Me. Those are just tremendous. How, how important are videos and the visuals today? Music has changed so much. We know how important YouTube is and the visuals. And uh, Frontiers, again, does a great job with this because so many other artists put out uh, awesome and, you know, very well, um, you know, great production on these videos. How important are these videos for you? And could we see more? as, as the time goes on for this album? I, 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 videos are always a good, a good tool to let people know that you're, um, that you're, um, still alive and well, you know what I mean? You're still kicking. And I think these videos really show that Night Ranger is still kicking heavily. And, um, so, so, you know, we're happy with them. We're great. We got, you know, we went out in the Salton Sea, which is down by, um, in Southern California, down by Palm Springs, Palm Desert. And we filmed it in this most desolate area that was, and we just fun. We just had fun again, you know, we took a tour bus down there and did the whole thing and, and all that kind of stuff. But what's nice is that, you know, we, there's going to be some more stuff released this fall from Night Ranger. 
I mean, even maybe even some new music too. So there might be some stuff that we might have tricked you guys and maybe not put on this record. You know, you'll have to wait and see in the fall. But um, um, wow. we got a lot of we got a lot of things in store for you. So don't you worry about that. Night hey. Range is around and we're here to stay. Hey, paging Blabbermouth. We got a headline for you right here. Blabbermouth <laughs> right here. Jack Blades, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Can't wait to see you out there on the road in 2021, 2022, off into the stratosphere. You guys are the best, man. Stay safe, stay healthy, my friend. And we'll see you around soon. Thank you. And, and we just want everybody to check out ATVPO, man, the new album. And the band played on. Because it's like, it's Night Ranger at our finest. So check it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Jack. See you. Take care. Bye-bye. There you have it. Jack Blades from Night Ranger joining us. It has been, I want to say, uh, two years since we had Jack on last. I think he joined us on Music Mania two years ago. And here he is for the first time on the road to rock. But we have spoken with Jack before this time. Again, you can always get the video via Zoom, via our YouTube channel, which is Starcade Media. Starcade Media is the media umbrella to which everything that we do falls under. Sports, nostalgia, interviews, this podcast, everything we do, Starcade Media, starcademedia.com. And uh, you can also get there via our domain, uh, roadtorockpodcast.com as well. So if you want to check out that video, You've always got that option. We always appreciate you listening on on, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, however you choose to listen. But you can also check out the video. It gives a little more depth to the interview. You get more of the body language. You can see what uh, Jack Blades has behind him for his background. It's good stuff, and we like to get the content out there in different ways. It's important. So, again, the website, roadtorockpodcast.com. You can search for us on the Road to Rock on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We got so many great shows coming up, so many things on the horizon. Big time interviews. We're going to keep it going on into the fall here as we finally turn the page on summer of 2021, but don't go away just yet. Everyone, I'll use pumpkin spice, latte, Halloween, hoodie loving, bonfire. People, it's not summer. Summer's not over yet. It's September 22nd. You can start putting your Halloween decorations out. I'm still in summer mode, and I'm going to stay that way. I have a full report next week from two concerts I got coming up here in the next few days, which is. Vince Neal at Lake of the Ozarks and then the Beach Boys at the Missouri State Fair. We're on the road to rock for all of it. Thank you so much for joining us.